Hey, this is Peter from the Humid Hex Podcast. I want to jump in here real quick and let you know that we know this episode was edited a little rough and it had some sound quality issues. We did do an upgraded episode three, so we ask that you hang in there because these episodes are funny, even though their quality is not great. We don't want to take them down because they're part of the continuity and canon is important to us. That's right, Peter. Thanks for your understanding. Uh, just listen to them. Uh, we're your buddies. We're not some high-paid Hollywood movie stars. I am. Even though we look like them. <laughs> if the episode qualities do bother you too much, please skip to episode three, uh, the worst episode ever, and the equipment upgrade. You Thank know, you. Corey, they said you do have a good face for radio, though. So I've heard that, that before. Yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> Welcome to Humad Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. And I'm Corey. And we don't know how to speak in time. Well, I Not was going first. Yeah, well, I'm sitting third in the line up here. Oh, I'm <laughs> counterclockwise. Oh, see, you're French or something. Mm, see, we've we. established the order. It's Peter, <laughs> Frank, and Corey. Till Frank gets tired of hanging around with us. And then we, you know, find guests. You'll be the guest seat when you're absent works for me now frank's no longer obligated to come and record with us and we may have shot ourselves in the foot there he is the one who told us about how bats and fish are now the same species exactly and uh well i guess the synthetic fish oil he's the smartest of us all Mm. let's face it well yeah that's without question so um as every week we want to start talking about the media that we're consuming um I have been re-watching every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. And there's a lot of things that I remember. And there's episodes that I don't remember having ever seen before. I just watched one today where Bleeding Gums Murphy died. And You ever been to the dentist? Yeah. I haven't. Uh, there was a throwaway line when Bleeding Gums pops out of the clouds that I never caught as a kid. Mufasa shows up and says, Kimba, now this world is... I mean, Simba... Everything is your problem. And I just thought that was hilarious because I didn't understand the Kimba reference when I was younger. And then Darth Vader, and then... Somebody from CNN. No, it was uh, the actor himself. Um, give me the voice. The voice of Darth Vader. The voice of James CNN. Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Is that it? Yes. Okay. It was him himself saying, this is CNN. Oh. It's just, you look at it, and it all holds up. They had such brilliant scripting and writing... And everything else back then, that everything, that all the funny points, none of it seems irrelevant now. I mean, you can see some of the dated stuff, like the amount of people that were smoking and The Simpsons and, like, smoking on TV. Clearly, that's completely taboo now, but... Well, Patty and Selma still smoke like chimneys. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they had uh, Troy McClure. <laughs> promoting laramie cigarettes every 30 seconds in one episode and um bart signs is helping that's flavor country yeah and bart signs up for uh he's helping the mobsters after school baking them alcohol beverages and storing cartons upon cartons of cigarettes in his house like in the warehouse and Homer's going to make them smoke them all. Yes. <laughs> You're going to smoke them all? I, I know there's one more episode, like Canurado. Canurado. Yes. I'm waiting for that episode to come. That hasn't popped in yet, but I know it's coming. And I got to see my favorite Treehouse of Horror, where uh, no beer, no TV, make Homer something, something. <laughs> 
go crazy. Don't mind the <laughs> But yeah, that's it. I just Simpsons. It's reminding me of boy, you want to get sued. It's reminding me of my childhood, and I'm enjoying it very much. What have you guys been digging into, Frank? Anything? Not really. It's been kind of a slow week. I've been finishing up The Expanse, which I had, like I mentioned last week, that I was watching that. I've got the third season finished, which is, I guess, the last one on sci-fi. Now it's um, on Amazon for the fourth, and I think they're doing a fifth now, but it, already, ended, it ended pretty interestingly. Did you already sign up for Amazon to uh, continue watching it? Or? I have it because I have a Prime membership. It's not the same as Disney+, Plus, but it's it's a good thing. Whereas Prime is free for exactly seven days, you cancel it and then order something else from Amazon and get Prime free again for seven days. No, I actually paid for the year. It's oh. paid for itself. Yeah, I have Amazon and Disney and <laughs> Netflix and Hulu, but I don't have cable. Uh, but you know what I have? I have DCU. Yeah. And on DCU, Frank, this would be right up your alley. I've been watching Titans. Frank has mentioned before that Nightwing is one of his favorite characters. Dick Grayson was a great run in the comics. But Titans right now, season two, I guess it's over, so we're not really doing any spoilers here. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, spoiled it. I've been following it, though. You may know this line. Uh, Titans season two follows along the Jericho contract. This is when Deathstroke's son was killed by Deathstroke, but he blamed the Titans, so his goal then has been to become, to kill all the Titans or break the group up. Hilarity ensues. Uh, actually, one of the uh, most controversial comic book storylines ever was the Jericho contract, so it's actually been a pretty good series uh dcu the app's been great uh 3.99 a month i think it's about the about the cost of one comic book you get to see their live action shows uh all of the batman the animated series is on there that alone four bucks can't go wrong i'm excited because i don't have dcu or the dcu app myself yet but i know that titans is on netflix now so I'm pretty excited about that. And back to one of the controversial things you were saying about The Simpsons, in the original comic, uh, one of the things that put people up in arms was Tara was smoking. She's like, what, 16? And you know, she's smoking. And You show me a 16-year-old girl that doesn't smoke, and I'll show you... Well, this was, though, back in the 80s with, you know, comic books, you know, depicting a yeah, kid doing that. But I mean, back then... Uh, and Starfire was banging everything that moved. Well, not really. Not back then. <laughs> now she is. Yeah. Have you seen her in Teen Titans Go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so much about doing anything like that in Teen Titans Go, but the comic books... The level of stupidity that they dumped her down to in Teen Titans Go is incredible. Her speech patterns, though, crack me up. Hilarious. And she is dumb as a rock. <laughs> That's an insult to rocks. But still Princess of Tamaran. Yeah. I like they did a sub storyline in Teen Titans Go, which I know if you're talking seriously about comics, you can't really compare Teen Titans Go to anything legitimate. But they did the storyline where they brought in her evil sister and what is her name? Uh, Black Star. Blackfire. Yeah. Yeah. They've mentioned her in Titans. We haven't. Well, we've seen a hologram of her, and she killed one of Corey's friends. Corey Anders is her have name they, and Earth name. Have they renewed yet? 
for a third season? I do not know. I, I haven't finished the second season either. yet, but I haven't seen <coughs> third season comes out when. There were a bunch of other shows on there, too, that were fantastic, weren't there? Well, Swamp Thing got great reviews, but they axed that before they even finished filming it because of some monetary issues with was it North Carolina where they were filming or something. Something went through or didn't go through, and supposedly that was doing real good from the ratings on the first and second episodes. That's a shame. Doom Patrol did get renewed. Now, I've um, watched uh, exactly one episode of Doom P- Patrol and totally intend to get back into it as soon as I finish Titans. It was interesting if you can get past the language. Um, it's just one of those things for me that you know I'm watching it and pretty much every other word is the F word. you know. And, it's and like, episode one does have breasts. Mm. Yeah, you can't go wrong, right? Who doesn't like them? So, if we're going to talk about these independent throw-offs, I have to switch gears and go to Marvel for a second. We'll come back to DCU in a second. But I don't know if either of you guys watched Daredevil on Netflix. I didn't see it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, so, it, it tied into the MCU, and the first season was fantastic. They ended up doing Daredevil, Jones, Cage, um, and Iron Fist. And they wrapped them all together and then did a season of Defenders. Right. But uh, they ended up doing spinoffs where they then did Punisher off of Daredevil. And it's, it's they're wrapping them all up now because Netflix actually canceled a couple of them. But then uh, Disney Plus got announced. And I think they just wanted to sever a lot of ties at that point. But... I got halfway through the second season of Daredevil, and it's MCU, so it's not... I mean, these are the things that you go to the theaters and you watch with your children, and they took... They did legitimate 1980s Kingpin stuff in this show. They The Kingpin takes a guy and crushes his head in a car door, and it's completely visceral and bloody and just overall violent. Like, it's legitimate rated R over the top violence and it's not something I was expecting watching basically a show spun off of a movie aimed to children if I remember correctly the same episode a guy impales his own head see, I, on a uh, broken steel bar yeah see I, I stopped watching the show after that scene I haven't picked it back up now, well, no, it's actually great I've watched uh, the first two seasons haven't got to the third one yet but Actually, great show. Yeah, I had no problems with it up till that point. It was just I was not expecting that level of violence. But the uh, the whole characterization of the kingpin, uh, when you see his motives more uh, about his wife, or at that point his girlfriend, and him uh, doing everything to protect her from his dealings. It's actually really well written. Great piece of drama, I guess. Yeah. We need to sign you up for some more streaming services. <laughs> if anybody wants to donate their passwords to Frank, uh, please leave them in the comment section. Yeah, while we're taking this, uh, we need to drop the thing. Uh, in the description for this episode is a link to our Discord. Please, if you guys want to get in on the conversation, we will be pulling information straight from our Discord. and. Uh, using your comments to help feed the episodes. So if you want to contribute to our episodes at all, please join our Discord. The description is, or the link is in the description below. Be sure to start every comment with long-time listener, first-time caller. 
In text form. In text, yes. Calling in text. Uh, I think they have a word for that now. Texting or something like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah. What is it? Frank hasn't. <laughs> so, back to the DCU. You've got it brought up on your I do. I've or... brought it up on my phone. Just Well, actually, I was looking to see what else. Uh, the Harley Quinn animated series, brand new. People have been raving about it. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I'm looking at uh, Bane and the Joker. So, can't go wrong. It's probably going to be better than the movie that's coming out next week. Oh my god. I'm not so sure about this Birds of Prey. Harley was never part of it. Uh, Batgirl should be paralyzed and be an oracle. Uh, Huntress is not the correct Huntress. Um, is that right? Yep, Black Canary. <laughs> Basically, they've just taken the names, um, given them trash costumes, and running with that. But they carried the Harley Quinn over from Suicide Squad, basically making this what we'll call the Harley Quinniverse its own continuity. It's separate from the rest of the DCEU, and it's separate from the Arrowverse. And what's really going to get confusing for the people out there is that this Birds of Prey movie, which, as far as I'm concerned, came out of nowhere. Like It had to have been a rushed script because they hadn't planned on using Harley Quinn going like that harley quinn character for this you can tell because they literally made the name of the movie is literally birds of prey and harley quinn right and they're planning on launching the birds of prey tv show birds of prey and green arrow in the fall now the original birds of prey tv show i do believe i have the box set on dvd i uh, have actually seen that yeah uh not terrible no, it had its moments. When that was first, when that first came out, I had never watched that one, so I'm the one who hasn't watched this show. I didn't know that was part of the. But this was at the same time as Smallville was out, uh, so it kind of well, it didn't actually tie into it. I don't believe they had no. anything to do with no. it. I hate Superman. Oh well, yeah. So, insert aggression here. <laughs> it was its own little corner of itself. Uh, I believe in the last episode they did um, actually tie in batman somewhat but I, it's been a while since i've seen it i don't quite remember it but they they made it blatant in the last one that yeah batman existed you know there was always barbara gordon she was paralyzed but you know never any mention of the killing joke uh another big controversy in comics the killing joke with when they killed off robin in the no, that was, explosion. that was a different one. Killing Joke was a graphic novel that paralyzed Barbara Gordon. Oh, yeah, okay. I did read that. Joker one. shows up at her doorstep, puts a bullet in her spine, yep. shows Commissioner Gordon pictures of his daughter lying naked, bleeding out, strips Gordon down, throws him into a uh, carnival run by his henchmen physically and he uh, emotionally tortures him. There are two sides of the Joker, and I, I never understand why DC... I understand it as the character, but I never understood why DC made him so... He's got more, he's more two-faced than two-faces. Like, there's the Joker who's clever and witty and just basically out for anarchy. But then there's the Joker who is insanely overly violent and does some of the worst things ever in the DC Universe. He's probably one of the nastiest villains that they have in the DC Universe when you look at him overall. 
he was originally created, he was going to be dead, that uh, story arc. The, the first story arc he was introduced, he was going to be dead at the end of it. Uh, I think it was only a two-issue run that he was slated for, but the writers, Bob Kane, decided that the Joker was going to be Batman's flip side, much like Two-Face. Uh, he is the opposite of Batman, where Batman can be ultra-violent, but toes that line of good and evil that he never crosses, he never kills anybody, but hospitalizing a guy isn't really smiled at by law enforcement. Yeah, but has Batman ever killed somebody? I mean... You never see the bodies, but I mean... Oh, I'm sure he has. We've seen Super or Batman throw enemies off the roofs of buildings. How many stories up? I mean... They die later in the hospital from complications mm-hmm. of broken femurs. He's in the third Batman movie, and I'm sorry, but I, I believe that was Batman Forever, which is awful. There's nobody that, that was the me other fourth. That was Batman that, and Robin. Yeah, bat nipple suits. Yeah. Uh, but Alicia Silverstone, so I'm totally cool with it. I believe he does a burnout when he jumps on the brakes and turns the Batmobile sideways and hits multiple henchmen with the Batmobile. And if he doesn't do it in that, I know I've done it in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I know I or the the most recent Batman Arkham game, not uh, Arkham City. Something, something along those lines. Arkham Knight, yeah, Arkham Knight with the Batmobile. I've hit multiple enemies. Um, Lego Batman, you run over enemies with the Batmobile. Batman the animated series, he runs over people with the Batmobile. But those people generally don't survive. No, the Legos, they just like break apart. But are they dead? It's the the concept behind it. I mean, we yell at Grand Theft Auto for being violent, but you then put the controller of. Uh, lego game in a kid's hand and they get to make people explode right <laughs> i've never played the lego games i'm shocked <laughs> they the, the lego games were so successful they ended up doing a whole bunch of lego spin-offs which i don't know if you've seen because you're very selective about what you watch but they did an episode of the clone wars which touching back on my bring up last week that actually introduced han solo into the universe and had him breaking into the Jedi Temple, and it's canon for the uh, Clone Wars, but it, the entire episode is done in Legos. He comes in with his name tag reading Ion, and then at the end of the episode, oh, the H is crooked, it's Han. Yeah, and uh, when you bought it on DVD, you got a little Junior Han Solo Lego minifigure that I, I have with pride somewhere in a box probably at the bottom of a lego tote yeah just they've done lego batman movies they did the major motion picture lego batman movie just the the lego media has completely taken off i actually own one of the lego star wars on ps2 of all things yeah i've got all the lego games but that's not saying much because you've seen my game collection that's a conversation for another day though uh but it seems like a good breaking point so uh we'll be right back we're back with the Humana Hex podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. Still Corey. Unfortunately. Shameful for everyone involved. Oh, it's, it's been a rough uh, existence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the day, though. The day has been it's just been pain since you were born. Mm, I tell you what. If I didn't look so good, we all do have the face for radio. Well, I mean, I'm a little bit worse. So, this week, uh, as our bulk conversation... 
we're going to talk about the one thing that everyone needs more of in their life. The thing that has brought us all together. Yes, where our podcast name came from. Well, it's obviously not sex. Frank, I like you, but not like that. Hey, like I said, Valentine's Day, we go bury yeah. a body. You know, that's fine. Any port in a storm. It's Pokemon, folks. Not poke the man, Pokemon. Depends, I mean. Corey is here. He may want to poke the man and the mon. Hey, give me a few more of these white claws. This this portion of our broadcast brought to you by White Claw. You can't even do a box sponsorship. Yeah, can't. Uh, yeah. They're not they're not giving us any money. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Mind you, we uh one of us is drinking water, one of us is drinking tea. The other one is drinking mild alcohol. It's actually not as mild as I thought it was. Are you getting hit pretty hard with it or no, no, I was just surprised that it says 5%. It doesn't taste like 5%. <clears throat> so, as Frank mentioned, uh, Pokemon, it's literally, uh, our podcast name is Our Gamer Tags in Pokemon Mixed Together, and that's what brought us all together and got us hanging out. Frank being the Hume, the Humongor, me being Metashovi, take the M with whoever you will. And I get the Hex. Um, so, uh, we all play Go, and we... Two of the three of us play Sword and Shield. Um, I don't play that. Yeah, so we're all, we just bought our tickets for Missouri. We're getting ready to go down to the Safari Zone that they're going to have down there. Because um, we are insane. Yes. We're going to be driving. And flush with disposable income. 12 hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're clearly loaded people. Thanks to Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, we're still waiting on that check, Walt. Oh. <laughs> or. Well, what's that? Do we dip the check right to Mickey now? I what's that guy's name? Dan Eisner. Eisner, yeah, uh, yeah. He was one of your uh, holes in any foot, right? As long as the lawyers say it's okay, <laughs> you can't not consent if you're unconscious. That's what they make movies. Oh wait, no, that's what they make Mickey's for. Mickey's. The rookies for poor people. That's right. An excellent malt beverage, mm. though, too. I used to drink that in college. I've never drank. Because cheapest. <laughs> Ooh, I have my own flank. I've never drank. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, we got to find something I've never done. Um, I don't know. What's his name? <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be huge. I mean, the, the DC event was... Not even right. a sponsored event. It was an illness. Right. And just, I mean, brilliant. I mean, just uh, walking around uh, basically the Chinatown and the museum district. Of the District of Columbia. Yeah, we got to see some amazing things that we're never going to forget. I, I'm excited. Me, personally, I, I don't know what has you guys most excited, but I'm excited about the park that we're going to be at. We're going to be able to see the arch. Um, we're going to be able to see one of the major rivers of the United States. I mean, the the geographical and landmarks. I'm just excited. About. And it's the gateway to the West. <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri, Gateway Arch. So, I mean, what are you guys really excited about? I don't kind of go with other people that I know. Um, I went to the Safari Zone in Montreal last year, which was fun, but I went by myself, so I didn't know anyone really who was there. It was a good time. Make any interesting French-Canadian friends? No, not really. Canadian. The only real Canadian is a French-Canadian. Oh, you're going to say a dead one? (laughs) (laughs) All Canadians have floppy heads. Well, this was, this was a callback to The Simpsons. Um, Chasing syrup suckers. 
I mean, there's more to Pokemon than just Pokemon Go, but that's kind of on the top of our heads. We actually spend most of our podcast playing it while we're recording. We uh, currently have five phones loaded playing Pokemon Go. We're, well, this is a geek podcast, and we are most definitely geeks. Yes. Um, but Pokemon Go isn't the only form of Pokemon. Um, we have our own private Discord channel for our local group that we are constantly communicating. And we do communicate with the core games, and we have a member who's obsessed with the beta Pokemon that were cut from the major games. The aspect of the Sword and Shield uh, Brexit controversy has come full-blown with them saying that they're going to start bringing back the Pokemon in the expansions, but they're charging us $30 per version for, and this is catching a lot of hate on the internet right now. Yeah. Being the uh, disposable income, I've already purchased my expansion. Got the Eevee and Pikachu trainer uniforms. And he looks really good in them. I do. I, uh, I'll i be getting mine sometime this week. I have to get it for Sword and Shield, but I didn't want to get it for one version. I am getting it for both versions. Um, because there's the, the new Pokemon, and I'm sorry, but I don't remember his name right now, but when you evolve him, you can choose to evolve them into two different Pokemon. And you're only given one of them. We don't know if he's breedable or not. We don't know if he's considered a legendary or pseudo-legendary right now. So I don't know where we stand on that. I'm currently looking it up, so I'll be able to give you that news when I get it. There's also the um, Gigantamax starters. Yeah, which, have you have you seen the images of these starters? I like uh, Sobble, uh, Inteleon's yeah. G-Max form with the sniper rifle. It's a the sniper <laughs> in the watchtower. Right. It's very Kent State. Which, I, I saw the callback on it, the callback to this on the Pokemon Reddit, that when Pokemon Sword and Shield were announced, everybody was making fun of, oh, there's going to be a Sword and Sh- uh, Pokemon gun. Well... They literally gave a starter. Talion is the gun. <laughs> and if you really want to get technical about it, in Termiax, the legendary you get before the you, you before you beat the game completely is a cannon. He was yeah, a gun, a dragon cannon, a dragon skeleton cannon. Yeah. So I, I'm getting back to looking <laughs> up that new Pokemon. Me, yeah, I'm just tapping around in Pokemon Go. Nothing going. But enjoying my little shiny Nidorans, I I carry two accounts, uh, a boy and a girl, both named after dogs of mine. So they're buddying with both a boy and girl Nidoran, keeping the brother and sisters theme. I, I know that I'm not. This is really relevant. Okay, so I found that Pokemon that I was looking up. Its name is Cudfu. Um, it evolves into Urshifu, which has two different forms. One is the basically the form that it turns into completely changes its fighting style. There is the Single Strike, which is a fighting dark Pokemon. And then there's the Rapid Strike, which is a fighting water type Pokemon. Um, they have not currently listed it as a legendary on their website, but we don't know where it's really going to sit. We do know that it has GMAX forms. Uh, there is already Dark Fighters? Yes. Um, but this would be the first Water Fighter. Yes. Um, now, they missed their chance on that one because they introduced the Octopus Fighting type in Sword and Shield, and they made him just a fighting type. Right. That I find mostly not around water. Yeah. 
I mean, from the, and I'm sorry, I don't remember what route it is, but between the ice town and the dungeon, uh, you can find him swimming around in the water there. But other than that, he's most commonly found outside of the uh, dragon, the Isle of Storm, the Dry Lake Dragon, there in the Wildlands. Above the Lake of Outrage. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. There we go. But ultimately, with Pokemon, I mean, it, it's a worldwide franchise. Um, it, it's attracted people of literally all ages. Um, our Pokemon group consists of people as well as fifty or uh, as low as eight years old. And I, I don't know who the oldest one who plays Pokemon in our community is. And Frank just raised his hand. <laughs> Visual, possibly me, but there are two other people who live down around this area that play a lot more Pokemon. Than True, Indigo and uh, RGB is me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how old they are to be honest, but I know that older than me. They have to be pushing seventy. They're, They're both retired. Yeah, uh, they travel around a lot. I just got a gift from. Forget where, but some casino, I believe, in Vegas. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, didn't take a picture, didn't upload it. So, I, I want to point out one thing about Pokemon Go since we cycled back to uh, getting a gift from Vegas. The, the concept, the, the being able to get gifts and send them from anywhere. Like when we go to Missouri, we know that everybody on our Discord group and everybody on our friends list is going to be bringing out their gifts getting ready to receive our gifts that we sent from the Missouri Pokemon Fest. Yeah. Um, Frank, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they have exclusive Pokestops, which mm-hmm. kind of go through the years of Pokemon? Yeah, and the events that they've had. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll be sending those back, and the people in our community are going to probably be screenshotting them and uploading them into our Discord. Um, but we're actually going there. That's where I'm getting to with this. The Niantic spoofing, not dealing with their spoofers properly, has caused multiple issues in just our community involving x-rays and such. Oh, there's been a number of spoofers who have just really caused an uproar to those of us legitimately playing the game. They've been coming back with regionals or ultra-rare Pokemon that, while we work to get it, they're sitting around and reaping the benefits. So, Niantic knows that this is a problem, and I we all know that they profit from it, because they're selling incubators, they're selling weight passes to these people, but on the other side of it, we've got these people that are in our smaller communities where we play, I consider it a smaller community, um, that they get these regionals and then they try to charge us cash money for it, and I, I don't know if you guys have run into this yourselves, but um, we had one member who was kicked out of our Discord, and I don't want to say any names because obviously this is the internet, but he was charging people $5 per regional and lording them over his head. And then we had an entire Facebook chat, separate from the Discord, that was telling people, oh, this Pokemon can only be gained here. If you give me X amount of dollars, I'll get you one. And it was really bad when we were going through the uh, Lake Trio because they were charging excess money to get the Lake Trio Pokemon to these people. Right, and I think, uh, you know, we've seen uh, soft bans. I haven't seen any complete account bans. I've seen shadow bans, I've seen soft bans, but these people are still playing. And we cycle back to that, like, they, uh, the child who plays in our local group, the eight-year-old, his parents were all upset when his account was soft banned 
because of the device movements. He wasn't cheating, he was playing the game legitimately, but Niantic messed something up in the code, and because of the device movements, he ended up getting soft banned for a month and lost out on the community twice. And there was no remorse on Niantic's part. No, it's one of those, as long as they're getting their money, I mean, they are a business. We, we have to look at that. But yes. It is a free-to-play game. It's a free-to-play game. They have to make their money somehow. And they are making it. Hand over fist. Oh, I know. I've given them way too much money. <laughs> 2019 was their highest grossing year, and they have had the player base, and technically that they did the year that they launched. So they know how to get the money from us. They know that the Wednesday raid train is they're going to buy passes. They know if they throw an egg event at us, they'll get the raid train. They're going to buy incubators. I do need to buy incubators. I need to buy space. I need to buy space. Well, the, uh, yeah, we're all going to buy space. Safari. Safari. Yeah, yeah. Except for Frank. But Frank, you have your own soapbox for Pokemon Go. I'm going to go ahead and poke you into this one. The things they make us do that drive you crazy. Well, Niantic's big focus now is, you know, people wanted PvP, and they're going to force it down our throats now. And it seems like everything's being geared towards PvP. Um, whether you want to do that or not, that seems like all the rebalances they do lately is for PvP. Battling, Team Go Rocket, just like, yep, they're just, they want people to do that. They're making their events and their special researches just geared towards that stuff now. Just the, the average player who just wants to go out there and catch things and do raids, maybe a few gym battles. It's not geared towards them anymore. They just want, you know, PvP and go rocket. It's all completely legit. I mean, when they announced that they were going to add Team Rocket to Pokemon Go, I was like, this is exciting. But I feel that they they released Rocket, and the Team Rocket members are disposable. Let's be honest. If you have trouble beating a team member, a regular member of Team Rocket, you just need to learn how to win a bunch of Pokemon. But then they released the bosses, and then the bosses were completely OP, completely overpowered. People were having challenges to the point where people just stopped doing that aspect of the game altogether. And then they put the legendaries behind the, the wall of you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to beat each of the bosses at least once after you complete these missions. The entire mission subset. This uh, this month I may not get the uh, Shadow Moltres just because of that. Uh, the way they have set it up uh, for somebody like me who works an odd shift, it becomes a challenge. Exactly. Right. And I'm not interested enough to do them. I did the first set of researches. Um, I beat Giovanni the first time, and then they said, we're doing this every month now. And it's like, well, I haven't done, done it since. Um, like Corey, I'm running two accounts. I did it on my main account, and I didn't even do the first one on my secondary. This doesn't appeal to me. I've uh, been going around on the tour, and I have all three of the legendary <laughs> birds, and I gave them the stupidest names ever. Oh, nice. Because that's what I can do. I'm... Just no curse words. Well, no, that's not true, because... I have a shiny Pikachu that I was able to name Little Fucker. Spelled creatively? No. Little Fucker. Nice. Yes. Um, my uh, Articuno is a frozen one. My Mol my Zapdos is Strikes Twice. And my Moltres is Third Degree. Because uh, 
cool things about Pokemon names that a lot of them have extra names, like actual meanings. Like, um, Ekans is snake backwards. Arbok is cobra backwards. Uh, Hoppip, Skip Room, and Jumpluck are Hop, Skip, and Jump. Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres is Uno, Dos, Tres, which is 1, 2, and 3 in Spanish. Um, so a lot of Pokemon have those sub-meanings. Did you know the Regis all have their type in their name? Yeah. Here's my Pikachu. <laughs> oh, you see, but it's creatively well, maybe not the middle no, part. But yeah, it's it, it, is cl- it clearly <laughs> says fuck in it. I will upload this to our Discord for anybody who joins our Discord. There will be a screenshot of my shiny little fucker there. Um, you can do with my shiny little fucker what you want. Um, he is a meme-worthy little fucker. Did I, did I swear enough yet? I think so. <laughs> I think you're only allowed one for PG-13. Yeah, this has that little... Well, I, I guess that just shoots the Disney Plus deal on the foot, doesn't it? Well, no, because <laughs> all... Yeah. And all of the uh, MCU movies, you're allowed one curse word. Language. While we're on, I'm going to go on a pre-tangent here. So I learned recently that uh, the original Lethal Weapon movie, the uh, the editing room for, was super shoddy when they were editing the movie. And apparently there's a scene in this, and I'm going to go back, I'm going to watch the movie and confirm this. Apparently there's a scene in Lethal Weapon where there's two women making out, and Mel Gibson says under his breath, and if you turn up the volume loud enough, you can hear it. He says, fucking disgusting. It's Mel Gibson, so it's believable. I mean, Passion of the Christ and whatever. Right. So, that is a movie I will not watch a second time. I heard it doesn't hold up. It's it kind of gut-wrenching the first time through. It's a, it's not cringe as in, oh, this is a terrible movie, but cringe as in, why am I watching this? Or this is awful what has happened, but I guess that's the point of the whole crucifixion story. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lethal Weapon. Four <laughs> <laughs> points were standard up until you said crucifixion. It, it, it matches. Danny Glover, though, however, excellent actor. Nobody debates that. Mel Gibson, fashion crazy. Probably because he rode around in the desert in a uh, modified no name. Ford Falcon. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to watch that movie again. Passion of the Christ, I agree. I've seen that once. That was more than enough for me. I've never seen it. But, um, this ought to be our tagline. <laughs> so, I'm really not joking. Two guys just... talking about something that the third guy hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we won't get too ridiculous. Um, science, however, we are all about. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really good superhero movie that takes place before the events of the MCU. There you go. How they tie it in, though, it's... You gotta watch the post credit scene. Well, that's... <laughs> it comes back to uh, Infinity Ward. Well, that's another thing that uh, DC got in trouble for way back in the 80s. After uh, Alan Moore reinvented the Swamp Thing, I'm thinking it was John Totalbean, who was the next writer of it, and what got him off the series was Swamp Thing was traveling back in time, and he was originally going to be the wood that Christ was crucified on. Oh my god. And I'm not sure if the story was written and drawn, but that pretty much got enough flack that he was off the series. Yeah. Comic book code, probably. Yeah. Well, they don't have to put that on. That's purely voluntary. Yeah. The comics code thing is pretty much gone now, isn't it? 
that I haven't seen any of that okay yeah I literally was reading Carnage pulling people's spines out and drinking the juice just earlier today again the beer house on a Saturday night yeah and what's this week right Uh, so just to cycle it back with Pokemon Go I mean we've got the Missouri thing that we're looking forward to we've got the Philly thing which for our community here in central Pennsylvania is going to be pretty big and it's a Probably give you a whole train of cars. Yeah, we're caravanning for this one. Yeah, um, it, it would make sense that we're probably going to go on Sunday since looking at the Missouri event, Sunday is still available now. So, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 we've made a community that's brought us together. I mean, we've made a lot of close friends with the community. So, I, I appreciate Niantic for what they've done, but I wish they would follow the other, the, the rest of the Pokemon tenure and listen to the people and what they want out of the game even if it's misconstrued like nobody wanted the dex cuts in sword and shield and even though they're charging us for it at least they're trying they're circling a way to make it right i don't necessarily agree with the way they're doing it but i'm happy to try and make it right i've kind of actually waited for an expansion for let's go as well i thought that game was the shortest Pokemon game. They are making an expansion for it. It's going to be probably called Pokemon Gold Pikachu and Silver Eevee or Pokemon Let's Go Silver and Let's Go Gold. I, Let's Go More. You're, the Pokemon community is so divided at this point. Um, there are people who hated Let's Go Eevee Pikachu. And I personally really enjoyed it. It was not a traditional Pokemon game by any means. But it was fun, calm, relaxing, and it was a good play. And the only, the, this was the first non-Pokemon Go Pokemon game I ever played. Right. Uh, I'm only up to three games now. Uh, let's go Eevee and Sword and Go. Yeah, um, it, it introduced an entire new generation with mechanics that they were familiar with, with the, with the Go mechanics. And you're seeing that Sword and Shield is completely different than Sun and Moon were. I just, I, I feel like they're making moves in the correct direction. And I hope that the community as a whole can appreciate that. I really do. And the raids that they brought in, uh, which originated with Go, yes. now into Sword and Shield. When they first announced raids for Sword and Shield, I thought it was the dumbest mechanic they could have introduced. Because it was literally a mechanic that we had been doing for two and a half years in Pokemon Go. The G-Max and Dynamax was basically just a raid boss at that point. Like, it's just a dumb concept. Like, they promoted the Dynamax and Pokemon as exclusive to the Gallery region, but Go has been doing it. But they managed to pull it off in a creative way. They introduced the G-Max, which is an other kind of Pokemon. What disappoints me is I don't think we're going to see G-Max outside of Sword and Shield ever. Because multiple times in the storyline, they say that it's exclusive to the gallery region. It's exclusive to the gallery region. Until perhaps they open that up in Go. Yeah, I mean, here's hoping. But I, I think the first large new mechanic that we'll be looking at in Go is going to be Megas. And I, I'm curious to see how they're going to introduce the Mega Forms. Um, Frank, one of your favorite Pokemon, Tyranitar, has a Mega Form which is a jacked-up version of what Tyranitar already is. And one of the things about Pokemon Go is you don't get attached to your Pokemon like you do in the 
can't help this. Like, you get your partner Pokemon, you have a Pokemon Pokemon, but in Pokemon Let's Go, or Pokemon Go, oh, stats suck. Trash. Blunder. Right. Candy. But yeah, they're just, Pokemon Go has done something to Pokemon that has turned Pokemon from what could have been an immersive experience to data points. And they've escalated that even further with convenience stores. Right, a shiny is supposed to be something that's rare, but you can pull, well, I always try for at least three on a community day to have the evolution, but six isn't unheard of. Yeah. A dozen. And this is another struggle point in the Pokemon community. How easy is it to get Pokemon Shiny in Pokemon Go because of the community days? But in the main games, you have the Masuda method, which is a way of beating Pokemon to increase your Shiny odds upon matching. And I'm still, still working on a Ponita. You got your Eevee though, didn't you? No, I have, no, I just gave up on Eevee. I decided Ponita, I'm going to go for something that I haven't seen anybody else playing have. Raids are where you show off your shinies now. You just join raids with Pokemon that have absolutely no business being in that raid. But the three other people in that raid get to see the sparkles and, you know, the jealousy. <laughs> so Ponita. Ponita has been what I've been working on. Using the, what is it, Karma Sutra method? <laughs> yes. It's not working at all. My back hurts. <laughs> Well, Corey, there's supposed to be two people in that, not just you. So oh, that uh, there, there's, where go, there's where I've gone wrong. Is it still Karma Sutra if it involves an animal? I, I believe that is a uh, question for another time. Yeah, and illegal in most states. <laughs> so, yeah, just circling back, I mean, at all. we appreciate Pokemon for what it is, and we do hope that it will continue getting better. Um, we hope to see some of you at the Missouri event. If you're going to go, please post on our Discord that you're going to go. And if you have a shiny Eevee and Sword and Shield for Corey, let us know. He's desperate enough. He'll add you. I have decided I am wearing my Professor Oak getup for the Safari event. I have the lab coat, the khakis, the red polo. I'm doing St. Louis as Professor Oak. Frank. girl. I don't know. I You have a rocket costume. Yes, so maybe that will be what I will wear. It's also going to be the end of March, so weather-wise. Could be cold, could be warm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a lab coat. It's, it's some protection. I mean, I can layer up underneath the polo and nobody's going to see it because I'm wearing a lab coat. I'll dress up like a Las Vegas female stripper. Sweet. No, I don't know. I mean, uh, you were at Montreal, uh, were there cosplayers? Not that I noticed. No, I've gone to every comic book convention I've been to in at least low-key cosplay. Uh, if it's not a uh, movies outfit from Clerks, it's uh, a Darth Vader Hawaiian shirt. It's uh, any comic book t-shirt I might have. It. I've always done something. So something not, well, I'm not going to say, like, I don't wear comic book t-shirts all the time, since I do, but for those, I always have to have <laughs> something, just just a little different, it's something that has to be done I for. I've got to circle back on the every comic book convention that I've been to, I've been to. I have. Well, one of them. 
you may want to get in with the Mets. I'm not sure because they look for people like that who say things like that. The Mets? Yeah. This is a sports ball team? I think so, yeah. <laughs> they do the thing with the ball. Oh. Yeah. Get it over till it's over. Oh. Yeah. Pearls of wisdom like that. But they had like 17 win games. Yeah, but it's still not over until it's, until it's over. over. Yeah. And speaking of over... Most of these people have to, uh, are listening to us at work, and we need to let them know if you're productive or not. No, we're bringing down this economy. Yeah, okay, that's legit. I'm, I'm <laughs> fine with that. Okay, so <laughs> this podcast is just escalating from a uh, half hour to an hour to, uh, what do you guys think, 12 hours? 13 hours? Something like that. No, I work 10-hour days, but I was kind of fortunate. They got to at least have something done, or they lose their jobs. Those are their jobs. There are, and since all these jobs have been added recently in the economy. Okay, so thank you guys for listening. You guys have anything else to add? Um, well, I have a scratch-off lottery ticket here to see if we can fund our next podcast with it. So we'll let you know next week how that turns out. Until that Disney Plus money starts rolling in. That's right. Waiting on our check, Mandalorian. Waiting on our check. <laughs> Baby Yoda, we know you're bringing it in. Yeah, and he brings it. Thank you for listening. This has been Humanahex. Bye.